0: Welcome, friends and flounders, fish and flagellates. It's another exciting episode of Tales with a Whale. With me, Betty the Blue Whale, the only marine biologist turned marine podcasting host in the ocean and the only podcast host that is also a big blue whale. That gives me a real unique perspective on our oceans because I live in them. If you're a regular listener of all our shows here at Go Kid Go, then you might know me as the seminal sidekick of those terrific twins, Xavier and Atlas, on their adventure show, Whale of a Tail. Well, now I have my own show, where we talk all about our awe-inspiring oceans and the magical creatures that live there. As always, I'm coming to you live from the famous underwater studio at the bottom of the Pflugerville Ocean, and I'm back by the equally famous All-Clam Jam Band. And my boundless best friend and roving reporter, Bubbles the Seahorse. Well, howdy, buddy. Why, well, I'm happier than a sleek cucumber and salsa to be here. Great to have you, Bubbles. And that music from the All-Clam Jam Band means it's time to start the show. Anyone who knows me knows that I love talking about blue whales because, well, I am one. And I love educating my friends about all the fascinating facts there are to share about blue whales. But did you know that blue whales belong to a group of animals called cetaceans? It's true. Cetaceans are a family of marine mammals that include whales, dolphins, and porpoises. And I just love talking about my family. Which brings us to our first segment of the day, Cetacean Sensation. Today, we are going to talk about bottlenose dolphins, the smartest of all of my cousins. How do I know? Because dolphins are one of the only marine mammals who can pass the mirror test. The mirror test is a test developed by scientists to determine when a mammal can recognize themselves in a mirror. In humans, babies can recognize themselves at about 12 months of age. But in dolphins, scientists have discovered that they can recognize themselves at about seven months of age, much earlier than their human counterparts, which leads them to believe that dolphins achieve self-awareness earlier too. Dolphins have been observed staring at themselves in the mirror and opening their mouths and wiggling their tongues just because they can. I bet my listeners have done something similar before too. The bottlenose dolphin can also pass the mark test, which is a test where scientists draw a mark on an animal and wait to see if the animal notices it in the mirror. Dolphins notice the mark starting at 24 months of age, which means they have the ability to know their own bodies and know when something on them has changed. My dolphin cousins are so smart, I bet they're studying humans just as much as humans are studying them. Speaking of dolphins, do you know how dolphins make decisions? They flipper coin. (laughs) Get it? Because they have flippers. That music means it's time to move on to our main feature of the show. And since it's Monday, That means it's time once again for Sea Creature Feature. Where we highlight a creative creature that lives in the ocean and tell you all about them. So please put your fins together and make some noise for our special guest today, the sea otter. Wow, she's so sleek and smooth. That's right, Bubbles. While the sea otter is the heaviest of all the 13 species of otter, they are also the only otter species that can live their whole life entirely in the water. That means instead of having to walk awkwardly on land on their short legs, they can swim and slice through the waves as gracefully and as long as you please. The sea otter can weigh up to 99 pounds making it the heaviest of all the otter species, but the smallest of all marine mammals. Unlike other marine mammals, like us cetaceans, the sea otter has no blubber to speak of and relies on its thick, springy fur to keep it warm in the ocean. In fact, the sea otter has the densest fur of any animal in the world. Wow, that's quite a coat! The sea otter is what's known as a keystone species, which is what scientists refer to as a species that has a profound impact on its habitat depending on its abundance. The sea otter is the main predator of our guest from last week, the purple sea urchin. When the sea otter population declines due to overhunting or destruction of habitat, the population of purple sea urchins goes up. And since the purple sea urchin's favorite food is kelp, this larger population of sea urchins snack through entire kelp forests, destroying an entire habitat for many important sea creatures. Sea otters used to be hunted for their thick fur, but fortunately that is no longer allowed. Even still, they are an endangered species with their numbers having been affected by past oil spills and their main threat being future spills. Many conservation groups are hard at work to try to prevent future oil spills from human ships, not only to protect the sea otter, but to protect all the other marine life that would be impacted as well. Okay, guys, that music means it's the end of our show. Boy, we sure learned a lot of incredible facts today, huh? I'd like to thank the always amazing All Clam Jam Band. As well as our intrepid reporter Bubbles. Thanks for having my buddy, and of course, thanks to the sea otter for being here with us today, so we could learn all about her amazing life and how much she does for the ocean. <laughs> Don't forget, folks, if you're looking for more awesome content, be sure to check out all of the other offerings at Go Kid Go, wherever you get your podcasts. We've got so many great shows. There's always something new to dive into. Well. That about wraps us up. I guess I oughter be on my way. (laughs) Thanks everyone. So long and happy swimming. Go kid, go. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls?